Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick, presented by John Boy Media. Let's get right into it. DeAndre Baker arrested. And if you haven't read the report, because a lot of times we just read headlines, I'll go right into it and we'll get into it. Two NFL players, including a 2019 first-round draft pick, have been accused of armed robbery and arrest warrants have been issued. TMZ Sports has learned. Law enforcement confirms New York Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker is facing four charges of armed robbery and four charges of aggravated assault with a firearm. Seahawks cornerback Dunbar is with him. According to police, the two men were partying in Miramar, Florida on May 13th when things took a disturbing turn. Cops say Baker and Dunbar were allegedly hanging at a cookout, playing cards and video games when an argument broke out and Baker whipped out a semi-automatic firearm. Cops say the men began to rob party guests with Dunbar assisting and taking watches and other valuables at the direction of Baker. At one point, cops cops said Baker directed a third man who was wearing a red mask to shoot someone who had just walked into the party, but fortunately, no one was actually shot. Law enforcement says the men made out with more than $7,000 in cash, along with several valuable watches, including an $18,000 Rolex watch, a $25,000 hublock, and a pricey thing, timepiece. There are conflicting reports from witnesses about whether Darn Bar was armed with a gun. Some say he was, others say he was not. One witness calls, uh, told cops that he met Baker and Dunbar at a party a few days earlier in Miami, at which the NFL players had lost around $70,000. Our source tells us the man had lost some money in high-stakes card games and other forms of gambling. One witness told the cops the men were gambling again at the May 13th event when an argument broke out and Baker allegedly flipped the table and busted out his piece. Corner cops, some people at the party believe it was a plane ride because when the three men were done taking values, there were three getaway cars strategically positioned to expedite an immediate departure. For your FYI, the allegedly getaway cars were a Lamborghini, a Mercedes-Benz, and a BMW. That's it, basically. So, Justin, this obviously sucks. This This is horrible. This is a scumbag move by DeAndre Baker. But we're going to try and dive into it from a bunch of different angles. But Justin, give me your initial thoughts on this. Well, it's not good. (laughs) It's not really good for anybody here. And I'm a criminal justice major. I'm a criminal justice major at uh, at my school at at St. Joseph's University. And I'm a very, very big fan of kind of waiting for some more facts to come out. If you're looking for like a hot take city, at least for myself, you're not really going to get it right now. I would like to wait for some more facts to come out. Uh, Bobby, I still I still don't know. I, I, I still really don't know. My brain is in two different spots, and I'll get to where my brain is. But here, here you want my – this is the initial thoughts. It's not good. Yeah. At first, I was leaning not cutting him, and we'll go we'll go into that. But Dan Duggan put out that DeAndre Baker wasn't participating in the Giants' virtual meetings today or any other meetings during the team's voluntary minicamp this week, per source. That definitely pushes it over the edge for me that he'll be cut because that's someone who's not buying in. And I, I mean, let me. And I, I know people are like, why are you trying to defend him? I'm not defending him. I'm just letting you know how the real world works and especially the NFL. NFL coaches would probably rather have a hardworking criminal than someone who's sleeping in meetings and not showing up to minicamps. That's just that's just the way it is. If they're, you know, and obviously this is takes it to a different level, but they're used to working with criminals. It's at every game of the level, every level of the game. You're there's people who aren't good people on the team, but if they work hard, coaches turn a blind eye to this. But it seems like DeAndre Baker is not even a hard worker, so I, I that's what makes me think he's going to be cut. 
so so two different can I give my two different mindsets when it comes to this whole keeping Baker, cutting Baker? Can I just give my two takes right now? Go for it. All right. So my whole thing, if the Giants are going to cut and release DeAndre Baker, someone else is going to sign him. <laughs> That's how the league works. So the Giants can make this decision that will be celebrated by the fan base, but then John Gruden in Las Vegas and Jerry Jones in Dallas aren't going to give a rat's ass about it, and they're going to sign a football player who has potential. And that's what DeAndre Baker is. He's a football player with potential, you know, and obviously they'll they'll choose to look away from the off-field stuff. And the Giants, once again, would be left without nothing after cutting yet another cornerback. But also, if DeAndre Baker has already shown suspect behavior in less than two years as an NFL professional, then why continue on with this experiment and waste time? Why put the team at risk if this kind of behavior is going to continue? So in a way, Bobby Skinner, I'm fine with either alternative and either reality. I'm kind of fine with either or. But this is just not good regardless. Breaking news, Janoris Jenkins praying for the little homies. So he just tweeted that out. Oh, he, he actually did? That's not something that you just made up? No, he tweeted that out. Um, oh, wonderful. Janoris Jenkins don't, doesn't look so bad now looking back at it. So, Yeah, really? I agree with you. I hate giving up on... Uh, a talent. And I know people are saying Odell, Odell wasn't given up on. He was traded. If they cut him, then you'd, it, it would make sense. And also like things that GMs and coaches say aren't always, aren't always the truth. Okay. They would rather have a, like I said before, they'd rather have a criminal than somebody who was doing interviews, like undermining the team. I'm just, listen, I'm not telling you, you have to agree with it, but that, that is the way football works. Okay. You people, they stuff gets hidden all the time, covered up all the time. This got out, and this obviously is, is at a different level than most crimes. It's not, it's, you know, it's not a DUI or it, I'm not going to rank things. Anyways, let's add some context to it. There's four charges of armed bar, uh, arm arm robbery, and four charges of uh, armed assault. Justin, he is not going to he is not going to be sentenced on four charges of each. Those will most no. likely be dropped down to one. Okay, and it's in Florida and. In Florida, because I saw some people talking about guns, you do not need to register a weapon. And when you say semi-automatic firearm, people think he's got like a AR-15. It's a pistol. Nope. Okay. You don't whip out an AR-15. He whipped out a pistol. That's a semi-automatic firearm. And in Florida, you do not have to register that weapon. As long as it's not stolen, you're good. So the gun, like it, having the gun it was, is not going to be illegal. It's not like plaques in New York where he wasn't allowed to have that gun and then like where New York's gun laws are way stricter. Initial charges are always going to be propped up more and the initial police report is going to be harsher than what actually comes down. So I'm telling you, I do not see DeAndre Baker getting any prison time for this. I'm, I, no. I'm And he has no previous criminal record. I've seen guys with previous criminal records have armed bur- or armed robbery, Justin, and they were in they didn't even go to prison. They just went to county jail for like eight, nine months. Okay. So I'm telling you, I do not I'm pretty confident DeAndre Baker doesn't go to prison. Now that I said that, it he probably will, and I'll look like a dummy. But I'm very confident. And the four charges of armed robbery will probably turn be turned into one charge of armed robbery. The four charges of aggravated assault will probably be charged to one or be completely dismissed. Aggravated assault. If you're holding, if you're pointing a gun and you do a 360, and when you do that 360, there's five people who are in the direction of that. That's five counts of aggravated assault. If you're running from the cops and your vehicle spins out, and you're when you're doing a spin out, it faces the cops. That's an aggravated assault. 
So I'm just telling you, initial charges will always be higher. One, Justin, because and I know we're we're doing talking talking criminal justice system. It makes yep. the bail higher. Okay, and DeAndre Baker will have the money to make bail. So those probably will be all dropped down to one charge each, and might even be dismissed altogether. Plus, you get him in right in right in front of the right judge. He's going to have a good lawyer. He's got the money for the lawyer. Yep. Don't be surprised if nothing happens out of this, or it's like he doesn't even get like probation. You know, I'm telling you, like, ex- don't expect this guy to go to prison. And Justin, I'm a believer in second chances. Now, also, when I say second chances, doesn't mean you don't face punishment. So he deserves to be cut. He definitely deserves to be cut. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, he doesn't deserve to be cut. But there's also a path where they put him on the NFL exempt list for a year. Or he faces an eight-game suspension and then comes back. Because he is in his second year. And they did give up. They traded up for this guy. And you can call it hypocrisy. And you wouldn't be wrong. But guys do not want to give up on talent. So do not be surprised if Baker is is retained. Or if they put him on an exempt list and trade him in a year, in a year when all this gets cal- calmed down. As much as our emotions are high right now and our feelings on him are, are, are high right now, in a year people's mind changes that's just the way life goes and that's the way it should be if he can be clean for a year i do think he should get a second chance i'm a big believer in second chances now whether that's with the giants or somebody else so there is options besides flat out cutting him although justin i am leaning that they're probably going to cut him partly because of the way they have preached culture you know with trading odell trading other people releasing janoris jenkins now janoris jenkins it's apples to oranges because janoris jenkins was at the end of a big contract and he was getting older where DeAndre Baker is literally at the polar opposite end of his career. So I do lean he will probably get cut, though, Justin. Yeah, I think everything you said, especially about the you know talking criminal justice here, everything you said was pretty much spot on. Depending on how often you know those Florida courts have their arraignment court, there's a chance that he doesn't even spend a night in jail because if there's certain if they have his bail hearing, which is that's what arraignment court is, if they yeah, have his no, bail he'll hearing... Go, he'll go to jail for the night, and then he'll get... He'll get pre-trial. He, he will spend a night in jail, which really yeah. doesn't make a difference in anything, honestly. Yeah, I guess, you know, it, it depends on it depends on certain certain states and certain areas and stuff like that. I know, like, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, they have, particularly in arraignment court and pre-trial, they've, they have their arraignment court hearings very often. But yeah. um, overcharging is a thing. That's just what they do. And particularly when you have a, a very good lawyer with you and you have a very good lawyer present, uh, that's pretty much the worst enemy to uh, a prosecutor's and a district attorney's office is when you have a good lawyer and a private attorney um, who has, you know, possibly ends with certain d- judges and they had just have good relationships with them. That stuff exists. That stuff is there. So I think you're right. I don't even think he's going to spend. Uh, I, I don't even, I don't even think he's going to spend a night in jail. You think he's going to spend a night in jail. I don't even think he's going to spend a night in jail or a day in prison. So Bobby, that's, that, that's, that's really all I have. Like I, I, I gave you my two takes. I gave you my alternatives. I, and with you in terms of believing in second chances, that's why I'm not like, oh, we have to cut this piece of crap right now. Like, fa- like peop- I understand your reaction to wanting to be like moral authorities of like who who is on our football team and who is not. I understand that. But also, I also understand that the New York football giants, they are running a business and somebody else will inevitably sign and pick up DeAndre Baker if he is cut by the giants. So yeah, why bother? He will play another game in the NFL. <laughs> I asked yeah. something. He will play another unless he gets arrested again or something. He will play another game in the NFL. People, just trust me. That's the way. That's the way the world works. And I actually kind of like that that people get second chances. 
Now, granted, if it, if they don't think he's going to get better, and they talk to him, and like, and you can tell just by a conversation, you could tell when someone's BSing you. If they don't think he's going to change, then then cut him by all means. Correct. But and I've heard people say this, and I get it. Like, how do you are you a millionaire and you do this kind of stuff? Now, granted, this is different than regular stuff. Money does not make a person better. It makes a person worse. It only it empowers you to be a worse person. It does. Okay, so this happening it actually is better for him long-term than getting a million-dollar contract from the NFL is. Because this may, possibly could wake him up and you know have him change his life. Now, some people, they just keep going and doing their screwed-up thing. But to say that like he was supposed to be like becoming a millionaire should make him like 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 psychologically will make him a better person. No, it just makes you a worse person. It makes you feel invincible. It makes you feel like you can go and gamble $70,000. And I will say this too. People are like, is that a barbecue? This isn't Uncle Tom's 4th of July barbecue, okay? There was, <laughs> there, there was much more going on than grilling and playing video games and playing poker. Trust me. There is much more going on. And that is one reason my why he might not even catch any charges, you know, for all we know in, in a few months. Because those people probably have something to hide on their on them damn self, their, themselves too. So there's just so many things to do. And now listen, I'm saying if he's probably going to get cut, I don't know. But I'm not saying any. I'm not saying like the the cut him reaction is wrong. But there is another side to this. I won't be mad if he's cut. I will be, you know, you know the whole. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed yeah. that this didn't work out. And he's a huge part of this team. And we could talk a little bit, you know, in a second about what happens if he is removed. I'm not going to be outraged if he's kept because there is options. There's going to be a suspension, whether it's four games, eight games, whatever. There's an NFL exempt list. And you know what? In a year, his trade value will increase. Okay. Whether it's a sixth, seventh round. Now, maybe you're like, okay, sixth, seventh round, not worth it. I get that. But I'm just saying there is another road out there. Now, does he deserve whatever happens to him? Yes, 100%. He probably deserves more. But I'm telling you, he will play another game in the NFL. If if he doesn't get in trouble again, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of looking at nature and circumstances, and that's why I'm hesitant to fully comment on all of this, especially to start off the show, because besides that TMZ article and besides the arrest report, we don't know the nature and the circumstances. That that whole part about him and Quentin Dunbar losing seventy thousand dollars, like previously in in gambling, who's to say that he does that that DeAndre Baker doesn't have an addiction? Who's to say? And then that's. Yeah, I don't. I don't like playing that game though, because you don't just wake up. The, I, let's not play that game because you don't wake up with a gambling addiction. Okay, like he, he may, but it's because he started doing something. So I don't. I don't want to play that game. Like I don't want to make excuses for God's behavior. He deserves. Don't put yourself in those situations. So, I will. I, I will push back on that a little bit. But in terms, I'm just. I'm just saying in terms of our reaction to this and. Why, at least myself, I'm not being hot take city. And I don't think you are either. We're trying we're trying to like fully flesh out like what is actually going on here or what could be going on, not what is going on. But nature and circumstances. We we don't know that. The Giants have their discretion to do whatever they please. And if they feel like he can be a quality player, and if they feel like he can be a quality teammate for years to come, then you keep him. And I'm one hundred percent fine with that. But if they feel like that it's already been, you know, less than two years of him not being a quality teammate and also just not him being the best of football player to begin with, then I'm also fine if they cut him. So I'm fine either way. And I think I've just been trying to take these last 15 minutes to explain why I'm fine either, either way. He deserves to be cut. Will he be? No, because this is a business and 
winning is more important than building a culture. <laughs> I know, I know people might think some of the moves contradict that, but winning is more important to this team than building a culture. Now, part of building a culture is trying to win. So it is what it is. I mean, do we have anything else? Um, no. I mean, the, 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 the not showing up to the mini, like that says that honestly, I know people are like armed robbery doesn't say a lot about him. But you have Joe Judge. You see the persona he puts off in the media, and you just don't show up to the voluntary mini camps. I don't know. So if they give him a second chance, cool. If not, I'm cool with that too. And it actually makes the cornerback room pretty interesting. Let's see. Let, let me go through my notes real quick. Not a random rob- robbery. I, I like and and to think that he, they're just out robbing dudes for the fun of it. Like they might be. Like I bet you there was some retaliation going on. I don't think it was just random. Um, yeah. Not a barbecue. Won't be charged with everything. Dug in NFL exemplus. Money makes paper worse. Domestic, you know, like if people are cream hunts in the league and all that, like we saw a video of him kicking a chick, stuff like that. He'll he'll be back in the league eventually. Um, yeah. Culture. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much got everything out there that I have to say on DeAndre Baker. Do you have anything? No. No. All right. Let's let's talk quickly about replacements so let's just assume deandre baker is cut people are saying sam beal i don't see sam beal in any of the like obviously still in the roster but i see either Corey ballantyne playing outside because I, I have more faith in ballantyne than i do beal or julian love maybe playing outside i mean i yeah. thought julian love was an outside corner coming out of notre dame but it's like we had janoris jenkins and deandre baker it's like okay he'll play slot and then they move in the safety i think you pit Ballantyne or Love and Darnay Holmes. Now, I don't want to put too much hope into a fourth rounder, you know, and don't want to put too much on him because he probably will he will struggle to start off. But maybe Holmes affords them to put Love outside. I don't know what they do, but Sam Beal being like slating as a starter really isn't in any of my options. No, that makes me anxious. <laughs> that makes me anxious. What doesn't make me as anxious is putting Julian Love out there. Uh, that's that's not something that I don't think... I mean, I don't know if anybody's talking about alternatives on Twitter right now, but that's not something that was in the cards at all, but it probably will have to be in the cards. Julian Love at, you know, uh, at outside corner. And I feel better about having Dornay Holmes at slot corner than having Grant Haley, who was an undrafted free agent out of Penn State. He was starting his rookie year and then even stemming back to last year as well. I mean, the talent that, you know, you have in that fourth rounder uh, Darnay Holmes from UCLA is a lot better, I guarantee you, than what we were thinking about Grant Haley, who was undrafted. So the whole point is, is that the Giants have had to deal with uh, pretty much, uh, you know, n- not a lot of gold and a, t- a lot of a lot of crap at slot corner these last few years. And with this whole Baker situation, they may have to deal with it a little bit longer just because of this is this is so unforeseen. However, Bobby, I'm going to say this and a lot of people are going to hate it. I oh, posted God. like a joke picture of me holding an Eli Apple jersey. Oh my But God. I'm kind of serious. Burn jersey. Burn the jersey. I'm kind of serious. Apple. Why? Nobody else wants him. Why would we want him? He was not a bad football player the half of the year that we had him before we traded him. He was actually a pretty good player. But he was bad in New Orleans. But he is better than Sam Beal and Corey Ballantyne. Yeah, but... Eli Apple, there. You think they're bringing Annie Apple back? You're wild, and you are wild. I'm ready. There's I'm a better ready. chance they trade for Prince of Mukamara. There is no way that Eli Apple is coming back. 
Logan Ryan's out there too. But you know what? Here's the thing. We're we're saying Eli Apple. We're you know I I know a lot of people are now saying Logan you Ryan. I mean, pe- I, you I, said people are going to hate that. Hate it, please hate it. What? Oh my! Burn. I would rather you burn the jersey than him coming back. In fact, you need to burn the jersey. But you, here's the thing: you love burning jerseys, though, so that's not fair. You would rather me. You would rather me burn like any jersey, because you just yeah, love jersey true. burnings. That's so true. that's that's not fair. Uh, leave a five star rating in the Apple Podcast app and tell us how bad of a take that was. But here's the thing: the Giants. No, do not, because they're going to leave one stars. They're going to leave <sighs> no, one can stars. You, can you just let me have that running joke? The Giants don't even have like a ton of money available. Now this is the, this is part of the conversation of, you know, cap is a myth and how much money do the Giants actually have and how people have miscalculated. So I've already taken part of your take, but Giants are also talking to Marcus Golden, which Joe Judge revealed on his little uh, remote press conference. So we're kind of like in a rock and a hard place right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way of putting it. We're we're screwed is what it is. I'd said the other day, DeAndre Baker, his growth was a huge factor for yeah. this Giants defense growing. And now he's just not there. So We've literally said multiple times this offseason that the 2020 Giants, it is dependent on the success of Daniel Jones, a left tackle, and DeAndre Baker. And one of those is gone. One of those is just complete. Like, even if he's kept, he's not playing to start the season. No. Um, and to think that Joe Judge is going to throw him right back in after a four, eight-game suspension, he's not going to do that either. And Baker hasn't shown enough to do that. Um, so we'll see. Uh, if they if they put him on the NFL example list, like I said, there's options out there besides just cutting him, but cutting him isn't a bad option either because you know what? They they and myself as well probably I don't I don't I don't think DeAndre Baker's ever gonna get it. He may put together for a couple a year or so, but I don't know. Now people change and I hope he does. I really do. I'm I'm a big believer in that because I've seen it happen. And my my own life and other people's lives, people can change, uh, but he's got a lot of proving to do. So, Justin, you want to take a take a break? I don't want to get too deep into how do we replace him. Let's see what happens. Maybe we could talk about that. Yeah, next let's week see somehow. what happens. Let's take a break. We'll lighten it up with some giant stories, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little about the Joe Judge, Jones, Saquon, Dalvin presser. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. All right, let's get into some giant stories. Before that, there was two th- One, we're doing Instagram stories for this giant stories. Um, these are the days where I like Instagram more than Twitter because people from Instagram, they get it. They're real life. Where Twitter, it's like everyone's kind of trying to put themselves on a high horse, which I get. But these are the days where Instagram, our Instagram listeners, y'all know what it's like. It, it, it'd be like that sometimes. Um. But also, I, I had the thought, and this was kind of funny. Danny King, he was the one who sent the tweet or sent the text. Like he sent, Baker was arrested. And Justin, do you want to know what went through my head when that he said Baker has an arrest worn out? Do you know what my <laughs> my the thought in my head was for that? Baker Mayfield got arrested. It was that. It's like this is going to be really funny because Baker Mayfield got arrested, or this is going to be really bad that DeAndre Baker got arrested. So I name searched DeAndre Baker first because that would need a more get to work vibe but it, it and it was deandre baker unfortunately but it do be like that sometimes all right let's lighten it up let's get into some let's get into giant stories all 
John Halapio was going through the drive-through zoo in Florida. Leonard Williams was longboarding at the skate park. Caden Smith was on the boat with his dog. Jabril Peppers was playing Madden franchise, and he changed Daniel Jones' name to Danny Dimes. Levine Toilolo was playing Connect Four. Blake Martinez made a fort with his daughter. Golden Tate was playing golf and hiking, and DeAndre Baker was robbing people. All right, Justin, I will say DeAndre Baker didn't put the robbing people on his stories, but I had to say it. What what piques your interest? I was really hoping you would somehow throw in like DeAndre Baker was getting arrested. And I was I was hoping you would throw that in there. Uh, if you didn't, I would have roasted you for it. I'm glad you did. Yeah, well, you know me. I come I come through in the clutch. Good. I mean, good. Let's, um, let's get positive, though. Positive yeah, vibes. Uh, John Halapio was uh, going through a drive-through zoo, which that entices me. Do you remember what he was seeing? Um, no. I've had friends who have went to that zoo. I've never went. It seems like a pretty good time, but I also have a zoo where I live, and it's like I'd rather go to that. Um, funny story: the last time I went to the zoo, I was probably like nineteen, and I went with my brothers who were were at the time were sixteen or thirteen, and we got in trouble because we just kept on spitting on the animals. That's not nice. <laughs> or and, and dumping water. Like it was no, it wasn't hurting them. They were like alligators and stuff, and they probably liked it. A little cool down. We we were some bad kids, like DeAndre Baker, you know? So we just like I'm not I'm not condoning that, but it's like we just we'd always have to do something weird. And then like in the bird cage, they're like telling us to not touch the birds and we're like, Oh, we know what we're doing. <laughs> we're just three three little goons. You know, DeAndre Baker you're, style. We were a bunch of rabble rousers. Yes, that is exactly what we were. We were rabble rousers. Leonard Williams, I'm gl- good for him for signing the tag. Longboarding at the skate park, dude. Like, that is like the easy. Like, I feel like he's trying to get injured on a weekly basis. Again, just every week we have a Leonard Williams did this really cool but somewhat dangerous thing to his body activity. Leonard Williams every has week. the best quality of life as a for a New York Giant. He just does. <laughs> His house is the best. He eats the best. He gets to do the most fun things. Uh, Lenny Williams has like the sickest life out of all the Giants. Does he have the best hair? Are we gonna who, give him that award too? Who else? Who else has good hair on the team? Does anybody? Yeah, that's the I thing. Mean, you know, Nick Gates has long hair, but it doesn't really fit him. It's, yeah, it's bad. No. Um, I mean, there's no one really else with good hair on the team. No. Does Saquon have a flat top, or did I just make that up? Like a, a high top. Well, also, I what also throws me off about Saquon Barkley is that he his there's like an empty patch in the little beard that in the little beard that he grows, and it bothers me every time I see him. Daniel Jones has a pretty good head of hair on him. I, I will say I met Daniel Jones last summer in the Giants family tent because I'm Marcus Golden's best friend, and Daniel Jones like. Very attractive man, more attractive than you would think just by looking at like a goofy picture of him. I don't know, man. There's some like rookie camp pictures of Daniel Jones are pretty rough. Uh, I know. Can we count Marcus Golden? Because then Marcus Golden has the best hair. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think it's up for debate. I would say that Leonard Williams Marcus does have a, a little are bit. Clean. I, I like his dreads a lot. They are. They. Are. I saw them in person. I just. I just told you. I'm his best friend. Who else? Um. 
Jabril Peppers at one point had some had some crazy dreads. I don't think he does not have them anymore. No, his weren't very good though because they were they weren't long. And that that middle no, phase right. with dreads are it's they're not they're not great. Like Darnay Holmes are in are in the middle right now. But I mean, you know, keep keep working hard, kids, and your dreams will come true. How about that, Blake Martinez? What was Blake Martinez up to? Just making a fort with his daughter, you know, being a good dad and stuff. Oh, and, and just being oh, a dude. you know where it was, right? It was in his gym. And do you want to know how? Oh. He, do you know how he had has a gym? No, tell me. I never heard him, of it. Him and his dad made a gym. So, oh, it's crazy. Wow, crazy, crazy stuff. Never um, heard that before. All right, let's let's get into the pressers. And because the the, the DeAndre Baker stuff, we won't spend too much time on it. You ready? Ready for it? All right. So, yeah. Joe Judge. Joe Judge talked to the media. Daniel Jones talked to media. Both of them were 20-plus minutes. Saquon did a quick five, and then Dalvin did eight. Uh, here's the kind of stuff I took away from the Joe Judge. One, they're going to be running Jason Garrett's offense. Breaking news. Uh, mapping train. They're going to be ma- mapping training camp. Reg- like they're, they're planning on doing a regular training camp, and then they'll change as things happen. Um. In the meetings, their big thing is like they're observing the way people act. They weren't observing DeAndre Baker because he wasn't there. And he's like, he's like, I also have to present myself well. He's like, we can't be having shoddy film and bad technology, which is funny because people like to make the technology jokes with the Giants. They're sending, they do like voiceover installs, which is pretty cool on the tablets. Given, oh, and they're giving equipment to guys who don't have it, like that don't have act, like don't have a home gym. They they've been able to send stuff to those guys, which is cool. Some teams are tracking guys' workouts. They're not doing that, so they're putting a little trust in them. Uh, good thing they weren't tracking DeAndre. Or actually, it would have been good if they were tracking Jeez. DeAndre Baker this week. <laughs> um, and then Patrick Graham, which I thought was interesting, which I'm in the middle of studying Patrick Graham. In fact, I was at halftime of week three of the Dolphins' defense when the DeAndre Baker news broke, so I'm going to finish that when we hang up. Uh, he said he's going to take things from their experience, uh, mostly from New England, but Tennessee, Houston, Miami. Uh, and it truly is. The more I look at it, it is more of a multiple system than I originally had to believe. Um, and they've talked with Marcus Golden. That's the biggest news. It seems like go- I, I'm now, if you made me bet, I would bet Marcus Golden ends up being a giant. I would like that. I'm immediately getting a jersey. Um, some notes that I had, a lot of it intersects with you. Uh, he used the phrase cousin offenses. So, you know, they, they were talking about implementing Garrett's schemes and how tough and how tough that is since it's a new scheme for Jones. That's what a lot of like the first uh, quarter of that 20-minute uh, like virtual press conference was. And he used the phrase like, oh, you know, co- there's offenses are kind of all cousins to each other when it comes to terminology and schemes. That's just how NFL offenses work. You know, maybe there's a lot of schematically there are things that are similar, but maybe the lingo and the and the and the and the wordage is just a little different. So that was a nice little tidbit. Things that we know, but it's nice to hear it. Um, not gonna lie, when uh, Matt Lombardo was talking, I had to look up what the word advantageous was. By the way, Lombardo, the biggest tryhard, doing it outside with the aviators on, trying so hard, <laughs> trying so hard. When was that? That wasn't that, oh, that wasn't was during the Daniel the, Jones one. That was the yeah, Jones that was one. with the Jones because I watched the Judge one and he was, but he did use a big SAT word in advantageous. So I had to I had to bring out the whole thesaurus.com and get and get some similes going. Judge and the, yeah, again, Bobby, I wrote down the same point. Judge talked about that even though you may have one person presenting, everyone else is also presenting themselves as well. And can I say from taking about maybe about a quarter of semester, a quarter of a semester like Zoom classes, that sucks. It sucks. 
that you need to that you're also like on a call while somebody else is presenting, you know, because judges like, oh, we're keeping an eye on everybody if they're po- if they're poking their heads down to text or you know we're we're looking at what their background is. Now, obviously, you know, I, I think a reporter might have t- taken that point too far, and then Joe Judge had to reiterate, be like, listen, you jerk. Uh, we're not evaluating football players by their presence on Zoom calls. We're evaluating them by what they do on the field. But it's oh, he had to like clarify that point. But I would hate that. I I do not. I could not stay focused. I would always look away whenever that's I'm on why Zoom you're not calls. In the NFL. Yeah, that's why I'm not in the NFL. It's also why I. I it's also why I'm. Thank God I'm done with school. All right, and also um, something that I loved, like just the way that Joe Judge talks and the word and the words that he chooses to use. So the diction, they call that like word choice. You'll be evaluated at a training camp right now. We are learning. So yes, that's a big point, but I'm no longer going to say on the field. Like whenever we're talking about, Hey, this guy on the field, I'm no longer going to say that I'm going to say on the grass. Hey, this guy on the grass looks pretty good, Bobby. Yeah. He says compete a lot. Like Pat Shermer did. I used to like that. Now people hate Pat but on, on the grass. That's, that's my, it's going to be my new thing on the grass. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Even though is 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 the training facility on grass? The train yes, actually I watched like a big video one day um or or was it I don't know. I know it was a Giants Huddle podcast where I was listening to the the groundskeeper like detailing his routine and this was right before training camp started last year. So if you want to go back and listen to that interview, you can. So yes, it actually is real grass and they take care of it every day. They take care of it like a like a like a newborn baby. So I guess that's nice. That's nice. Anything else from Joe Judge? Um, the Graham defense. We'll have more on that in a couple of weeks. Uh, I like that they. I. I'm. It's cool that they were able to send guys equipment. Hopefully, um, DeAndre Baker didn't use any of it to. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, they didn't send anything to him. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably been pawned off or something for cash. By the way, oh, the Garrett's offense thing. There's nothing I have on that, but it did remind me of a point of just a take I have. <laughs> edit out the cough oh no oh no edit out the cough uh, no i won't you better or i, I will come and rob your family um, oh jeez, too soon <laughs> just kidding um jason garrett's there if you're an offensive coordinator or defense coordinator in the nfl or, or just any coach and if you're not going and studying every other coach in the nfl and taking stealing stuff from their playbook then you are not do you're not a, you're not very good at your job. You, you should every year you should spend time going through other people's playbooks and they probably do and steal things from them. I would be going through Shane, Kyle Shanahan and Cliff Kingsbury's offense and stealing things from their run game. I really would. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, we're a zone run team." It's like, "You know what? Yeah, we I like zone run, but we're also going to do some trap blocks and and pulls and down blocks and tight end whams. We're not going to be just simply a zone run block, a zone and run team." So, Pat Shermer did that. After we played Arizona, yeah, he did steal. He did steal stuff. I remember pointing that out. Uh, so yeah, steal stuff from your opponents. It's good, and obviously, you know, invent stuff, but steal stuff. It's a copycat league. Um, like I said, with Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, his run game is much more unique than his pass game. It's it's it is, and Jason Garrett has adapted because he does a lot. He does a ton of motion, and that's that's a lot of. The run game, the NFL, the new the new run game is involving motion. So that that's all I had on Judge. Do you have anything else? No. How about um? How about Dalvin, Danny, and Saquon? Daniel Jones, 
So a couple things. The fumbles, he said that's like one of the biggest things he's worked on, but he's also like it's kind of easy. Like you just <laughs> don't fumble the ball, which is which is kind of funny because people are like, you don't understand like fumbles. It's not just as simple as working at it. It's like not nah, kind kind of is, you know, basically like, hey, don't don't have it just like the ball swinging around in the pocket when you're maneuvering. So Jamal Adams could just pull like just t- take it out of your hand. So I thought that was funny. And then that he has talked with Romo a little bit, a little bit, not too many X's and O's. But on May 24th, which is a Sunday at two o'clock, Tony Romo is doing like a 30 minute special with him. Josh Allen and Sam Darnold, which seems very interesting, but from the clip I saw from it, it's going to be really boring. I mean, maybe Darnold has more of a personality because if we're if we're judging how that whole cornhole event went a couple a couple months ago, oh that was brutal! Oh my god, that what a snooze brutal. fest! <laughs> Daniel Jones is so boring; he really is. That's why, like, I I would probably I wouldn't turn down an interview. Actually, I probably would. I'd be like, like I don't want to. I don't want our relationship to start off with you just trying to be nice and boring. I wanna I wanna FaceTime you for like for like a half an hour to an hour and like get to know you before I just sit down and talk with you. So yeah, it, it may be a snooze fest. Um and then and then the other thing about Daniel Jones is he said this is our team, and now that's uh that's gonna be the next quote that's gonna be put in the Giants organization. This is not my team, this is not Saquon's team, this is not Coach's team, this is our team. This is our team. It's gonna be written in the, the banners. DeAndre Baker's team. Um <laughs> Probably not for long. <laughs> There's a lot of DeAndre Baker shots. Just like Yeah. Not as many as at the party, but still a lot of shots. Um Take a yeah, t- well I was about to say, take if you're listening to this, take a shot for every time Bobby says a DeAndre Baker joke. No, I, I, I don't condone that because then they might go out and do something crazy like rob people. Oh, that's true, like DeAndre Baker did. See, that was my first one. <laughs> All right. I'm sure there'll be some people mad, like, how are you making jokes about this? Because it doesn't change anything if we joke or don't joke. Because also, we don't have any impact on what happens. I know. That's my favorite thing. How dare you joke about this? It's like, because it doesn't affect anything? Uh, All right. Um, People who accuse us of, oh, uh, all Justin and Bobby want to do is one day work for the organization. Show them this freaking podcast and then say, hey, do do, do these guys want to work for the Giants organization one day? Continue. I'm sorry, Bobby. I would never want to work for the Giants organization. But we're accused of that, like, like pretty often. I would be fired in the first week, okay? It's called about knowing knowing your role. I would not. I would. I barely last a John Boy media without getting fired. So, yeah, anyways. But we did forget something on a serious note. We forgot that the 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 instruction that DeAndre Baker told someone to shoot someone. Now that Jesus, that has no legal. I don't I don't see that doing like having any impact in court. But that like if that's true, it's like dude, you just told someone to shoot somebody. That that's that's the worst of it all. I can't believe we forgot about that. Well, that is terroristic threats. They could yeah, but classify I'm saying as that. that. That's not gonna. I don't think that any of that's gonna hold up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, intent is a big thing in the criminal justice system. But I was I was surprised that he didn't get charged with terroristic threats because that's like that is a probably threat, no evidence of that. Yeah, there's no evidence. Yeah, terroristic threats. I don't know if that falls. I mean, I'm I'm speaking out of turn here, but all right, let's move on. But te- but okay, yeah, I could explain what terroristic threats is. It's it's not it's not like terroristic threats isn't here, like yeah. terrorism. It's simply like threatening someone. Like saying, I'm going to, like, hey, Bobby, I'm going to kill you. That counts as a terroristic threat. Even though I, I like, main, even though I'm not serious. I would never do that to you. Yeah, well, I might kill you one day. All right, moving on. Oh! Daniel Jones 
Saquon said nothing that interested me. Dalvin Thompson brought up a point that I forgot that he was at Alabama with Joe Judge, and Joe Judge would joked about putting him on the kickoff team. And he says huh. him and Leonard Williams have vibed very well because they both like anime and video games. And a lot of the players have been playing Call of Duty. There was only one year where I played football when I was on kickoff, and I would hate it because it's the most barbaric thing ever. You are literally running full speed while other people are running full speed, and you all are running at each other looking to kill another person. Too soon with DeAndre Baker, but, you know, you, you get the point. It's the most barbaric thing ever. I don't think that's how the game is played. Now, I'm not a Call of Duty fan, but I don't <laughs> think that's how the game is played. I'm talking about kickoff. Oh, sorry. I I tuned you out for a second. <laughs> that's a bad look on that's me. One of the fun- <laughs> that's one of the funniest podcasting moments in history, right there. Well, I had just I, I just described I just described how kickoffs work, and then you responded, "Well, well, that's not how Call of Duty works." <laughs> well, to my defense, I have to. I usually close Twitter for the podcast because it will distract me. I had to open it up because, like, some of the stuff, like the information we're pulling, is from there. And I had just someone telling me that I'm a scumbag that I'm trying to defend DeAndre Baker when I haven't defended him at all. Uh so that caught my attention. Sorry, my bad. Um. That's yeah, right. So it, it led nothing, to a very funny moment. Nothing, nothing on Dalvin. What are we at with time right now? Because I think we've kind of. Oh, the numbers were released. How about that? I will say Andrew Thomas seventy eight. Now, if he's a beast, that number seventy eight will become cool. But it's not cool at first. I love McKinney. It's at not a sexy number. Lemieux at sixty six is pretty sweet. And then I I, I low key love Tay Crowder and, and TJ Brunson being in the thirties. Although they'll probably have to change their numbers eventually. Yeah. I can imagine once there's going to be cuts and stuff like that, they'll they'll change it to like 40s and 50s. 27 so, is yeah. open, Darnay Holmes, if you're, uh, if you're looking for it. Darnay Holmes was number 30, which is I like that number too. Even though in, I think he wanted stuff. 27. Didn't he want 27? I don't know. You're thinking of someone. No, Darnay Holmes wanted number 44 because that was the number his dad wore. But they didn't oh, have that's right. it, which points to Marcus Golden coming back. Another clue. Big blues clues. So that, that was cool. Um. <laughs> I think the Giants were the last team in the NFL to release the numbers. See, I was hoping to, I'd hope I was hoping Andrew Thomas would go number seventy seven and take that number away from Spencer Pulley. Mm. Mm. Probably would have had to pay up a little bit. That's how that works. Pay up a little bit then. Seventy eight is kind of a boring number, but it can be cool. They could change it. Um there there have been a few guys. I know Pew well, Pew changed it after O. C. got uh, uh after O. C. didn't come back. But there have been a few guys that have changed their numbers. Uh from even just from training camp to uh first in preseason to the regular season first rounders yeah why do i i have a feeling that it happened uh, maybe not first rounders yeah. maybe not first julian love changed his number yeah but he that did happen rounder. i know i know but i don't think it was first rounders maybe i'm just getting justin Pugh in my head but he changed it from his rookie year to his second year so it's definitely not as entertaining as last year is when daniel jones came out with his number 8 and he says because of old kobe which people got mad at me because I just jokingly said, oh, he's got mama mentality. You're like, you, are you kidding? I'm not, and he kind of does have mama mentality. By the way, suck it, USA Today, with your stupid predictions. I knew that it was going to start <laughs> a flurry, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fire off a joke, and I've had people in my mentions like, you think the Giants are going to go 15-1? Well, they ignored that I had the Cowboys only playing 14 games. Oh, nice. Nice. This must be 1972. You're so dumb. People tell me how dumb I am. It's like, you're dumb because you don't get it. Anyways. 
I refuse to acknowledge the USA Today report by refusing to acknowledge it publicly on Twitter. I hate to break it to you, man, but that is acknowledging it. Eh, it's debatable. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else for you, Bobby Skinner. I have nothing else. This was... All right, I'm going to come out and say it. This was probably one of the funnest times that I've had on Talking Giants. Are you serious? This episode sucked. It was not a fun episode, but kind of just the awkwardness around it, I kind of thrived off of it, I feel. Yeah, I mean, we do our jobs, but this episode has it was not fun at all. I hate this episode. Because I know no matter funny. what we say, people are going to be mad. Eh. Because we're not just like laugh. flat out like uh, bird in hell, DeAndre Baker. Like, unless you're condemning him to hell, people won't be satisfied. That's tough. Um, that's um, tough. That, that's my point. That is my point exactly. That is tough. Yeah, so I guess we covered all the news, which is funny. We were going to do um, the Danny Anthony episode. And like, you know what? There's kind of a decent amount of news. So like, let's not waste one of these episodes when there actually is news. And then DeAndre Baker gets cut 30 minutes before, or not cut, uh, arrested 30 minutes before Whoop. we're set to record. He's probably going to be cut by the time of this episode. With my luck, where we do this long explanation of why he might not be cut, just like last year, while like Jen- Jenkins shouldn't be cut, he's not going to be cut, stop worrying about it, and he was my X Factor for the Dolphins game, and he was cut like an hour after we released the episode. That's probably going to happen again. As someone who has to sit through and edit, I hope not. Not either. All right. <laughs> That's a show. Appreciate you listening to us and hearing us out on this instead of just going off our tweets. We appreciate you guys. Numbers have been growing, which is cool. Let's get through this virus. Let's not shoot anybody. You know, don't go to barbecues. That's I think that's the lesson. Don't go to any barbecues during the quarantine. Or just threaten to shoot anybody. Or tell anybody else to shoot somebody else. Don't don't do that. Yeah. It reminds me. I need to call Danny and tell him to shoot you. All right. We'll see you guys next oh. week. Probably going to have an interview on Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see what happens with all this. But until then, let's go Big Blue.